<laughs> Hello and welcome. Uh, it's the event that you've all been waiting for. The first round proper of the 2023 FA Cup of Football Phrases. And tonight we've got some outstanding judges joining us tonight. So in their honor, in Lee's honor, in Peter's honor, and even Sophie, who I think uh, may have been right behind them in that picture, we're going to show you a little clip of some of their recent incredible work, and then we'll welcome them on to a very special episode of The Gooners Pod. Chenko and Martinelli, and it came for Saka, who scores in a trice! He can do no wrong! They can do no wrong! Arsenal in next to no time! Well, it's absolutely brilliant from Odegaard, let's start there, what a run, just there, brilliant towel, and then look at far post, he gets a run on his defender, he's far post, and the calmness of such a young man, just to stroke the ball into the net, he doesn't thrash at it, watch this, I said it the other night, Bobby Charlton always said, pass the ball into the net, there's your pass, Odegaard, oh Martinelli, Arsenal are so adept in those tight spaces. The kids are calling players with brilliant skill ballers. Watch this for a baller. Little drag back through the legs. Absolutely world class, that is. It's cheating. <laughs> Can't do that. Saka's corner. Oh, God! He's given that a lot. Pure and pretty. Arsenal are flying away at the top. Well, too much space. It looks like it hits it into the ground. Just look at his position. It just creeps in there. Partey, smoothness from Arsenal. Martinelli, problem for Lamptey. Gabriel Martinelli, Oketia! Golden Gunners days. They are flying. <laughs> uh, well, well, well. Welcome back to the Gooners Pod for a very special edition tonight. While the real FA Cup continues with the final 32 teams pending replays, uh, tonight we take the FA Cup of football phrases down to its final 32 teams with judges who are truly sublime. They're in the ascendancy. Our guests tonight are pulling up trees. They're perfection <laughs> merchants. Their nous is unmatched. It's a group that has their tails up. If you're in the chat, you're surely on tenterhooks because this show, unlike most of our others, will not be pony. So, <laughs> first, he's one half of the top commentating team for NBC Sports here in the U.S., where we are really, really lucky to have him. He also does Thursday Night Football for Amazon Prime. Uh, just came off of a fantastic World Cup feed for 14 matchups, including the final. And last but not least, he's the most professional part of the Europa Conference League, where he does commentary for seemingly every game that West Ham plays for BT Sport. <laughs> Welcome back to the pod for your third appearance, Peter Drury. Mike, thank you. And it, it's such a esteemed company too. Thank you. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm giddy about this because, you know, every time we have you on, it's special enough. But, I mean, come on now. Yeah. Uh, and fresh off his work on the FA Cup, calling the – sleeping his way through the Arsenal-Oxford game last night for ITV. <laughs> First off, anyway. He's not a fan of, uh, of, of towels uh, on footballs on the sideline. He called 14 matchups as well, including the final in the World Cup for ITV. He is the greatest right back in the history of Arsenal Football Club because he has four more league titles, 
won more League Cup and won more European Cup Winners' Cup medal than Hector Bellerin and Cedric Suarez combined. <laughs> and he's also the other half of the top commentating team for NBC Sports here in the U.S., along with Peter Gurry. He's Arsenal's number two. He's our number one, Mr. Lee Dixon, a.k.a. Fullback. Thank you. Legend. You've got some lovely artwork behind you. Is, uh, can, is we, that... can we introduce you? If, if you have an introduction <laughs> ready for me, or you know, oh, I've got one ready for you, but I'm not sure. It's, I'm not sure I could go live with it. <laughs> yeah, let, let's pre-record over a couple beers, and then, uh, and then and then we'll decide. And uh, and of course, always thrilled to be joined by my favorite podcaster this side of the Thames. She could be seen <laughs> and heard on Sky Sport, Talk Sport. Sport, sport, CFAX, <laughs> London Greek Radio, Ham Radio, Ham and Cheese Radio. She's also the host of the Highbury Squad along with Super Kevin Campbell. She stole Vic Akers out from under me, which is great. <laughs> being stuck up in me is not where you want to be. You love her. I love her. It's Sophie Nicolau from the Highbury Thank you. Thanks, guys. I thought wow. you were going to be at a media day today. It looks like you're you're in the studio. So I'm supposed to be at MLS Media Day, but the weather is so horrific in California that my travel oh. ship, my travels, uh, you know, I was going to drive up and it's just, you can't get through Santa Barbara right now. You can't get through I, I, any of it. My, my Sophie, my wife has been uh, evacuated from our house in San, in Montecito. Yeah, it's terrible, so she, Lee. She's now in a, in a in a hotel in Santa Barbara and can't move. Is she all right? Because it's pretty bad. Yeah, it's I've... Safe, but um, yeah, they had to get out yesterday afternoon. It was really yeah. bad. If yeah, you give so... us the, the specific hotel, we can check on her and make sure she's okay. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll crowdsource that. But, um, but uh, well, for one, I'm glad to have you in your normal environment and uh, hopefully Vinny and Vespa will be able to make a uh, make an appearance today. Now, Now, Lee, when we last saw you, um, which was during the uh, <laughs> there there he is, which was during the uh, twenty seven hour potathon uh, <laughs> yeah. for Gunners versus Cancer. This magic occurred, where we did a <laughs> yeah. a transatlantic six arm uh, circle high five thing. I don't we, know we, if we could if we could any somehow make that appear today, but you know what? It, we have well, so can, much stuff to go through. I yeah, can yeah. do it. Look, to I'm doing my All bit. Right. Well, then it would just look like I'm petting uh, uh, Sophie, and we don't we don't want that. No, it so, uh, goes like that. Then you she... need a gift. You need a Vinny gift. We'll, we'll we'll get we'll get this sorted out. Any but, help? Because this is what people came here to see, after all. But but in any case, uh, the beauty Mike. of how generous uh, these three are with their time is that they've been on with us before. They've talked about their careers on our show, their feelings about Arsenal, their history, broadcasting, and and podcasting, and and uh, and playing the game. Um, but today we're putting them to work. So if you want to hear any of the backstory and 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 questions and answers and all that, please just search our archives for the many shows that we've done with <laughs> these three. And uh, you know we have a very very serious matter to take care of tonight. So the three of you have the hopes and dreams of sixty four incredible competitors, football <laughs> phrases, bell worthy football phrases that will not be receiving the bell tonight because I don't want to be you know turn it into a bell cast. Um, but these are football phrases that roll off of your tongues dramatically, poetically, orgasmically through the through the world of, of you and those like you. So you three have the duty of crushing the dreams of 32 phrases, their legions of fans, and propelling the other 32 into the stratosphere of second round proper 
where they will remain in fierce competition to crown the 2023 winner of the Football Craze FA Cup. Feeling the pressure like Arteta now. Whew, that's yeah, a lot. I mean, if if you're lot. not sweating at this point, I don't I don't know what would make you sweat. But the, at the la- last week, we had a special episode where the original 90 entrance, well, including some top competitors, some non-league minnows as well, were whittled down to the final 64. And there was drama. There were upsets. There were tears. There was unbridled joy. It had it all. And tonight will be more of the same. I mean, we said we said goodbye to such competitors as Onion Bag, Hair Dryer. Tree. Oh, you can't do that. How did Onion See? Bag? Oh. <laughs> we, 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 we had to say goodbye to Shambles, to Playing a Blinder, Wage Packet, Desmond, and, and a lot of others who just didn't have what it took to get over Desmond. the hump. As Peter, Onion, ba- Onion Bag Take is two. a top competitor. My watch thinks. Onion bag is a top competitor. What competition are you running here when Desmond and Onion Bag have gone with sixty-four to go? That's why he's a legend. You'll find out in a minute because because this competition is not for the faint of heart. This is the European Super League of of football phrase competitions, which means it shouldn't exist. But uh, (laughs) there's there's, there's no minnows in in here unless you really really play well. So uh, so tonight it gets real. Here are the rules. There are no rules. You can use whatever rationale you like. You can pick a winner without explanation. You can give an explanation. You can relate a story about the phrase that you might have. Whatever the case may be, it's completely up to you. You are our three judges. I'm just merely here to facilitate and to, uh, you know, if any of your, uh, you know, your decision-making tools get wet, I'll rub, I'll wipe them off with a towel uh, <laughs> to make sure that they're easier I'll to handle. <laughs> I'll lie down behind the, the the free kick wall if that's what it takes. All the things that Lee hates. Uh, but uh, so we'll either have two one winners or three no winners, and then we'll move on to the next matchup. So uh, any questions? I have I, one question. Cool. Oh, sorry, legend first. No, no, no. I didn't have a question. I was just going to make a comment. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question, but it's not exactly It's related, but not. Mike, can I ask this? Because I know I'll I'll never get a chance as the show goes on. Oh, I wanted absolutely. to ask. Go ahead. I would like I'd like to ask the football poet bottom right there. Does he Ooh. have a blue moon has risen ready for the gunners the end of oh, the yes, season? Oh now that Sophie would be presumptuous. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, they've got to play Manchester City twice in the next month, haven't they, Yola? No, no. Yeah. Yes, we do. So, we do. Ask me again after that. He's probably okay. got he's probably got it prepared as much as he's got his Watford relegation speech. Uh, <laughs> are you are you because both if doing? Get, if Watford get relegated this year, things really have got grim. <laughs> you are doing the uh, you, the two of you are doing the derby on Sunday. I hope for NBC. Yes. Okay. Oh, well, wow. when you when you see a large American man invade the pitch in the seventieth minute, I'll even give you. I'll tell you when it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, Please prepare something poetic for that. You can t- you you can give my my uh, you know my epitaph, whatever as I get beaten to death. But uh, but I will be in the house, and uh, hopefully enjoying that one. I'll ask you. you. I started doing prep on it today. Actually, Mike need the derby for Sunday, and I was looking up Lee's London derbies, North London derbies. Here's a little quiz question. He played his first North London derby on the 10th of September, 1988. And Arsenal won 3-2 at Tottenham. And all the goals were scored in the first half. Who was the first player to score for Arsenal in a North London derby in which Lee Dixon played? And it's kind of relevant because 
it's one of his brethren. It was yin to his yang. I've got Winterburn. to go with uh, Nigel Correct answer. Correct answer, Sophie. Nigel Winterburn. Yeah. Nigel Winterburn. That was, that was two days or so into my Arsenal fandom. Uh, I, I was at the home version of that derby, but uh, that season I didn't travel anywhere to any away games. But, uh, but call yourself a supporter. <laughs> <laughs> I was 15, American. I didn't know my way around, and uh, and 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 yeah. Um, but I, I learned my way quickly, and I will be making my first trip up the road this uh, this Sunday. So um, I'll see you at the United game, Mike. I'll see you at the United game. Have you been to the toilet bowl before? I have been once on a special <laughs> reconnaissance mission, uh, posing as the Independent Yank uh, for a fake podcast called The Independent Yank, basically interviewing Tottenham fans about why they're Tottenham fans, why they seem to think that Hilarious. the uh, the Y word is is some sort of uh, form of endearment rather than a disgusting racial slur, yeah. and none of them could answer any of my questions. So uh, yeah, we have an episode up called uh, called uh, you know. Something like "Why are Tottenham fans such?" and then I'm, a word that I'm not going to use again uh, in, in your presence. Um, but uh, but yeah, I was I was the independent yank for about two hours during a Europa conference, <laughs> day, which frankly, Peter, you might have even been calling. Yeah, uh, last year, but I put a mini a Greek experience. curse on them when they were here in LA, and they not a fun know, experience. Yeah, Yay. not winning. Yeah. So let's uh, let's move on, and, um, and and my apologies to those of you in the uh, in the chat because I am mostly looking at a different screen and can't highlight your uh, your comments. I didn't I didn't quite think of that, but uh, but let's get to the contest here. So I will now bring on. I'll let you know if there's any corkers, Mike. I'll keep my eye on it. Okay, absolutely. And um, there's one that should go be ahead in. And share my screen corker. now. There's a corker. Oh, it's a corker. All right. Corker, not in the uh, in the round of 64. All right, here we go. Let me know if you can see this. Um, oh, geez, I need a magnifying glass. Oh, yeah, yeah that's okay. good now. Okay. Um, God, our first point. matchup of the round of 64 is under the cosh, which is taking on first hurdle. Surprising victory in the in the prelims over yeah, onion bags. Who voted, so, who voted for that last one? I voted for onion bags, and the other three voted for. Uh, Who are the other three? Hurdle. I need names. Um, <laughs> I believe it was Aston, James, and uh, and, and Daniel, who uh, some of them are in the uh, in the chat right now. So all I got to say is I told you so, but we don't have the opportunity to bring them back. So it's under the cosh or first hurdle. Our first vote will be from Lee Dixon. Hundred uh, percent under the cosh, having played. For um, Chester City and Bury and Burnley in my previous life, but <laughs> before being an Arsenal player, I was under the cosh a lot, um, and yeah, that re resonates with me. First hurdle doesn't has got no relevance to my football life whatsoever. <laughs> All right, Peter, under the I, cosh, I'm, first hurdle. I, I'm going under the cosh as well for for no other reason than first hurdle. I, I've got to say is a little bit lame. And it yeah. had no right to beat onion bags. Under the cuff first hurdle isn't. Yeah, I mean onion bag I thought would 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 perform, but these are the these are the kinds of things that happen in an FA Cup on any given day. I think the I think the matchup was at onion bags and they just their support or was at first hurdle and their support was just 
sublime. You should have used VAR, Mike. You should have used well, VAR on that one. Uh, you know, yeah. I didn't. I didn't want to try to try to exert my influence. I didn't have four votes compared to their one. So, uh, so yeah, I lost there. Sophie, are, you, are we going to make it an even a three nil? One hundred million percent. As an Arsenal fan, we have lived and breathed be, being under the cosh towards the end of Wenger's time, Emery's beginning of Arteta's. So we know how that feels. Yes, under the cosh. All right. Um, for some reason, I, I may have to restart this because uh, it's not allowing me to enter the score here. Refresh. So, Got to uh, refresh. Under the no, cosh I, is winning in the chat as well, Mike. By the way. Yeah. I, oh, I, I I had no doubt that it would. So. Uh, so yeah, I think what I have to do is Mark saying if you're talking about Mike, then it's under the kosher. <laughs> <laughs> very very clever, Mark. Yeah, I thought under the kosher was about bagels. I I, I have to <laughs> be completely honest. Um, let me take just a second here, and if I can't get this fixed, because I'm supposed to be able to put in the score, and it will automatically advance our next people, our our next tense is uh, a North London derby. Game. But, but here here's what we're gonna do. I'm just we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna call the winners the winners. They're being redrawn for the next round anyway. So just because oh, under right. the cosh wins this uh, does not mean that they're playing the winner of the next one. So uh, so we have under the cosh. We're gonna adjust on the fly as my technology is not working. Your technology is indeed under the cosh. <laughs> yes, I, I, I'm feeling under the cosh right now for 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 sure because uh, things are not working out the way I wanted them to. Okay. Now some handbags. This this is a tough one. This this one is uh, is a masterful first round matchup. We're we're going to alter who goes first and 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 kind of rotate it. So Peter, you have the honor of sending either Nouse or handbags through. Um, I am going to vote for Nouse on the basis that handbags. I'm not sure it's very 21st century. You know, I would feel ill at ease using. This is not politically correct. <laughs> I understand that, but I'm a modern manly. Uh, I'm not a granddad yet, and um, I think that Naus. Listen, perhaps I am being a little bit too correct about it, but Naus, personally speaking, is something I think I would say. Handbags, probably not anymore. Sorry, if sorry if that's slightly plain but that's my thinking no look it, there are no rules you get to very uh, what very watford of you yeah, well, <laughs> I think we'll probably we'll probably be talking about handbags by five past four on sunday afternoon but there we are certainly on the uh, on the high street on the way in we will be uh sophie handbags or nouse as a woman, I have to say I'm totally not offended by handbags, especially handbags at dawn. Uh, I love it. Um, <laughs> I am all in on handbags 100%. Okay, so so here we go. We have it, it, it comes down to fullbacks. Yes. I love handbags it. are now. So where are you going? I love it, it when it's all about me. <laughs> it's, <laughs> um, Lee, it's like that pass Lee made in 89 at Anfield. Yeah. Here yeah, we go. Well, I, I, I was literally just about to say, you're, it's like you charging down the middle. Uh, are you gonna Are you gonna pull a Mickey Thomas? Are you uh, part two? Or are you gonna pull a Mickey Thomas part one? Well, I don't, mm. I don't even know what either of them represents. So I'm gonna go. I, I was gonna go this if I was first, second, or third. Handbags all day long Ooh. for all the right. for the for the reason that Sophie eloquently explained. Um, and in this politically correct world. 
if I get in trouble for this, then it's your fault, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> but I would you know, never say I would never say now. So it's not a word I would use. So it kind of doesn't really resonate in my brain. And now. you know what? I'm prepared to say that if if Sophie had gone first and reminded <laughs> me reminded me of the um, of handbags at dawn. Yes, that would have changed my mind completely. Because so that, this, that, this, like this is the beauty. This is the majesty of yeah. the of the cup because uh, yeah. you know there's a lot of random things. So handbags wins no matter what. Yeah. Um, and again, it will not be going against uh, under the caution the next round. It will be potentially going against them because we'll be doing a mass anything to create a new show out of it. We're going to do a, ma- a draw. <laughs> I'm getting a bunch of ping pong balls. We're going to do it. Um, next one. Asking, or I should say, asking questions against <laughs> top bins. Top bins. It could have been an asking questions half a chance uh, combination, but top bins won uh, in a uh, in a tie break, which was done by the uh, by the chat. So asking questions, top bins, Sophie. This is so easy. It couldn't be easier. Top bins. I mean, it's just. I love it. I love it when commentators use it. Old school, new school in any era of wokeness or people being politically correct or incorrect, top bins always wins for me, Magic. All righty. So we have top bins. Uh, Another one of my family members believes top bins uh, (laughs) as well. So uh, He's more handsome than you, that one. Oh, he's way more handsome. He's more haired. He's more virile. Well, I don't know about that. Okay. Uh, (laughs) I meant meant athletically, but anyway. Yes. Uh, Please. (laughs) Just Um, take over the show for me. Yeah. I I I'm gonna go for top bins, but I don't particularly. I would never say it because I think it's too cliche. It's too yeah. It's too cliche, too laddie in in a kind of with your mates type thing. That top bins. So I would stay away from saying it, but I like the I like the uh, the connotations of it more than asking questions, which in a commentating point of view. I would probably use more than well. I would use more than top bins for sure. I might I, I might say asking questions in commentary, but I do like the thought of top bins. Well, are we going to go? Are we going to be three nil? Yeah, uh, we are. We are going to be three nil, Mike. Um, I've got to say that that I don't think I would say it, but I'm jealous of people who can. <laughs> if I said top bins, they'd say they. They'd shout, "This is a bloke trying to be twenty years younger than he is." And that's, <laughs> that's not to say that's not to say that I don't think it's you know it's it's a great line, top bins. Um, I, I would just feel inauthentic using it. Um, and, and, but it's like Lee Lee says he he wouldn't use it. But you started talking Brighton the other day, as I think we heard at the top there. Um, you started talking about ballers. So, I know, yeah, yeah. I, so, that was totally out of character because I, as I was thinking about saying it. Um, I actually thought, am I, am I, can I say this? Because I, I feel as if I'm going into a, a, a very different realm of talking like a kid. <laughs> yeah. um, it, just, it just seemed like the right thing to say, so I said it. But you um, also said towel instead towel. of tackle, which which I um, that that was my favorite part. And before I forget, I have to I, I have to say tackle. We have to I give it up to, to young it's noble commentary, the, the man behind that uh the yeah, uh brilliant the opening video to this. I know I know you love him, Peter. I I don't know how you feel about him, Lee, but he's in the oh, chat. I love it. Yeah, he's great. Absolutely he's, brilliant. Uh, he's, brilliant. he's my guy. I love it's this funny. guy and, and uh Tao and uh, 
It, it was beautiful. Um, <laughs> so yes. Uh, all right. So we got three three matchups done. Twenty nine left to go. So I hope you guys don't have any plans for the next. Three <laughs> <days>. <laughs> um, the the next matchup is have their tails up against purchase, as in he put a little too much purchase, not enough purchase on it. I'd never heard that use of the word purchase before I started watching football. So uh, have their tails up. Eased past form goes out the window to get into this round. So we're going to start with Lee. Do you have your tails up or I would, are I you would, purchasing? I know, obviously, you know what it means. I would never use it. <laughs> I would never say have their tails up. It wouldn't. But I've, I've said purchase before when, when I've talked about all sorts of um, – types of passes and stuff so i have said that before and so that resonates with me so i would go purchase for me and by, and by the way i i you know whenever i watch a game that you guys do i i watch it in this just with this very very like 0. 0.0001 hoping that someone will be like yeah i was on this great podcast earlier this week and uh, <laughs> I mentioned and, and and for some reason it never happens but but Trust me, you will now be thinking about this podcast on Sunday. <laughs> and, uh, anytime any of these words become appropriate, if, yeah, if uh, that's why you've done it, isn't it? As if the hair dryer treatment is given at halftime, they know. have to get your top bins into the commentary <laughs> on Sunday. Uh, it, it, I mean, I know you won't mention the podcast, but if but as long as you're thinking about it, that's good enough for me. Thomas uh, Part A, top bins, go on. <laughs> I mean, if if a team scores at the first, when we score in the second minute of the game, it's early doors. But we'll get there. Have their tails up and purchase, uh, Peter. Uh, I think purchase. I'll go purchase because it's one of those words that you use when you want to sound a little bit cleverer than you really are. You know, it sounds See, that's kind what, of semi that's what I love technical, doesn't it? And uh, yeah, so you say purchase. There's all sorts of simpler ways of saying the, the same thing or more straightforward. But uh, purchase, you know, takes you from A to A star in your GCSE commentating. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's what I love about them. That that and the phrases that could that could be one word, but they're nine, just because it, it sounds a little bit more poetic. It's it's yeah. fantastic. Clean sweep uh, for for purchase, Sophie. Or, uh, or I you... love listening to these guys in terms of what they use and what they like. It's I love it. It's brilliant. But uh, I'm I'm a bit old school here. Uh, you know. I'm going to go with tails up. I love it. I think it adds flavor to the commentary where, you know, just seamlessly explains the team, you know, kind of, you know, that's in the ascendancy. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go tails up. Sorry to the purchasers in the chat. There's well, no, quite it's a few. fine because your, your vote actually means nothing because it's <laughs> <laughs> it, technically by the time it got to you, it was a dead rubber, but uh... this is why I don't vote in elections. No. <laughs> But, uh, by, and by the way, if I could figure out, sorry, Lee, I didn't say anything. Oh, okay. No, I was just apologizing to you for our relationship. Uh, the uh, if I could figure out how to put the comments up from the chat without blocking Sophie's uh, face, don't I will. Worry, I will put them do up. More it's that. fun. There's so many. They know, but don't. This is the the roasties or what are yours called? You're not the roasties. This is your Sunday uh, show. Goonies. Uh, yeah, uh, Goonies. Put it up. All right, so it's about them, not not. So we've got Kosh, handbags, top bins, and purchase are through to the uh, to the final thirty-two. Done and dusted against early doors. Who who? It oh. went to a crowd vote, and the and the and the chat voted for early doors over hair dryer treatment. Um, done and dusted early doors. I think we go to Peter for this. 
I mean, this is like a game between sort of two of the originals, two of the grand old clubs. It's <laughs> like this is like Preston North End against Wolves. They've both been there since time began, and uh, you know you've got to sort of pick one of them. I, I think, um, well, as a commentator, I prefer it when it's definitive rather than sort of searching for your way in the early moments of the game. So. When you say done and dusted, you know you're nearly there. Your day at work is complete and um, it, it, it is what it says on the tin. So done and dusted for me. Okay. And I think we have uh, or we had a, a similar one to done and dusted that's going to show up a little bit later. So uh, so one vote for done and dusted. Sophie? I, I'm pretty sure I've heard Lee Dixon say early doors quite a few times in his commentary I love it. Uh, again, old school. I'm going to go with early doors. All right. And the thing that Lee loves more than anything else, more than done and dusted or early doors, is having the deciding vote, as is we it know. Exactly me. Well, unlike Peter, who likes obviously done and dusted the game to be over so he can go home to his lovely <laughs> wife and family, <laughs> I prefer the early part of the game in early doors. So I like to be there as long as possible because I love my job. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm, I'm, I'm all day long, early doors with both, all day. All right. Well, we have th – this one was a, a pretty split within the, uh, within the, within the, uh, the chat, but um, – and I think Daniel asking the same question he asked last, last time, which is, how can a door be early? What is a late door? Well, late door is, uh, is Anfield 89. We won that hey. one. That one was done and dusted late doors, about as late <laughs> as the door could be. <laughs> All right, next. Uh, early doors is through. We have Rampant and Rose Z. Uh, Rampant was rampant against False Nine, and and I don't I don't blame folks for uh, for doing that. False Nine brings back a pretty bad memory for us Schooners. Uh, rampant and Rose Z. We start this one with Lee Dixon. Rose Z all day long. I've I've hit most Rose Z's. <laughs> Uh, League One and League Two and at Highbury, um, so I I've got an affinity with uh, Rosehead rampant. I don't even know what it means. So oh, I I, I have a prediction for I, I, I what I hope Peter's answer to this is, but I won't I won't spoil it. But uh, but Peter rampant or Rosehead? Uh, I'm rampant. I, 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 I hoped you would. That is to say that I am choosing rampant, and um, the the um, because. I, I try to avoid if if somebody kicks the ball into Rosette, I go out of my way not to say Rosette because it's been. In fact, I'm more likely to say Row Q or something like that, which gives you the same story without actually saying Rosette. How about Row Ro H? Yeah, hey, exactly. just just a, just a chance to say H instead of H. Any, I would. Uh, and rampant is one of those words which is almost, and this is by the way inaccurate, but you know what I mean kind of onomatopoeic it, it sounds like what you want it to be and it rolls and it, it's one of those words that satisfies i think uh so i'm with rampant there are a few words in this in this competition that i when i see them i hear them in your voice rampant is one of those words oh wow. arsenal are rampant rampant it's yeah. not it's it's not poetic in, in a sense, but it's just, it's very emotive, evoke, you know, evoking yeah. emotion. And that's what Peter Drury is all about. So, well, it's a great word. It's a great word, Rampant. It's so, sexual, uh, isn't it? Do what we, it is. Uh, it is. <laughs> it's not getting away from that. So, uh, so we're not right now. 
Lee, you were Rosette, correct? Correct. Yeah. All right. So, Soph, it's down. It's down to you. The futures of Rampant and Rosette are in your hands. The amount of times I wanted Senderos to just put it in Rosette or Mustafi, <laughs> and they just refused to. Um, sometimes winning. Uh, what is it? Winning ugly is beautiful. I'm going to go with Rosette. It's just a classic, and I do love a classic. So, Rosette for me, Magic Mike. To me, to me, that is a massive upset. Um, but, really? you know, again, this is the, this is the beauty of the early rounds of the FA Cup. Uh, <laughs> you know, if if only I had a vote to send it to the chat, I would have gone with Rampant. But uh, but but hey, uh, that's not how the show works. So Rosette is through. Uh, you could even say that they're home and dry, which is the 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 simile or the the uh, the synonym to uh, done and dusted that I was mentioning earlier against the aforementioned dead rubber. Um, Sophie, you have the first choice in this. Home and Dry easily made it through over Cynical in the last round, and, mm. uh, and now they're in a yeah. non-dead rubber against dead rubber. Dead rubber. What does that even mean? I mean, what is dead rubber? Like, rubber's dead anyway, isn't it? I mean, mostly. I don't know. I'm not very good at science. <laughs> they're not. I, when it comes to Mike Hers, they're not. But uh, I loved <laughs> I'm going to go with dead rubber. Uh, home and Dry, that could be in relation to anything. I mean, right now, most Californians want to be home and dry. Yeah. So I'm going to go with dead rubber. All right. Uh, Lee? I don't like dead rubber. <laughs> <laughs> it's got... Um, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't like the connotations of dead rubber. I don't know why. Um, I know what it means, but I, I don't particularly like home and dry. This is. Can we have a draw? can't uh, unfortunately i mean then we just have to have a replay and i'd have to have you guys on sometime in the middle of the week next week which is fine with me if we want to do that i'm gonna go i'm gonna go home and dry just just because i don't like dead rubber no okay so that sent that sends it to peter i think peter this is your first uh your deciding first... one and i've made my mind up uh, okay. it is i'm going home and dry as well because uh there's nothing a commentator hates more than a dead rubber. <laughs> yes. If you turn up on the decisive night of a Champions League group or in the World Cup, <laughs> those final group nights, and there's nothing on it, and you've got 90 minutes ahead of you without a real narrative and without jeopardy, that is a that's a nightmare day at work. So I would do anything to avoid dead rubber, and okay. Home and Dry therefore wins by default. Perfect. Well, and nice. uh, and we've got our, another two one. So we we we've we've, uh, we've had a lot of close matchups here, which is again what what you expect at this at this stage of the competition. Um, next matchup is Caught in Two Minds against Second Bite at the Cherry. Caught in mm -hmm. Two Minds had no problem disposing of off the boil, um, and uh, and and so we start, I believe, with where we finished, which was with Peter. Uh, Caught well, this in Two is Minds. A, this Mike, this is a derby, really, isn't it? Because uh, <laughs> you, you, you get a second bite at the cherry, having been caught in two mines. Yeah, if you weren't I... caught in two mines, you wouldn't need that second bite at the cherry. Um, so since caught in two mines has a negative connotation, the second bite at the cherry offers a degree of promise and positivity. I'll go second bite at the cherry. All right. Second bite at the cherry is uh, is the pick for, for Peter. Sophie. How can you not agree with Peter after that explanation? In, in actually, most of his explanations, even though I've gone in the opposite direction. But um, I am going to agree with Peter on this one. Easy peasy. Love it. 
Second bite at the cherry. It's just, now, you know, it, gives you hope, doesn't it? It gives you hope. Does anyone ever say second bite at the apple? Is that is that exchangeable or is it definitely no. just cherry? No. I think I got in a fist fight with somebody over that once. I don't it remember. Nearly, which... You nearly got, you're getting another one with me if you say that. When I... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, uh, and 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 Lee, it it is a dead rubber at this point, but it is a uh, dead rubber. and I, I would go caught in two minds, having played with uh, Martin Keown for ten years. <laughs> I, I was often caught in two minds. Oh, All right, caught. I think it's only you could have said that. <laughs> but but yet it, it's a consolation goal at the end of uh, of of extra time. Second bite of the cherry is comfortably through. In fact, they're home and dry uh, for the next round. So. Um, so that's eight done. Uh, now we're wow. getting in the groove of it. We have merchant, as in speed merchant, um, uh, foul merchant, any anything ending in merchant, and then fluffed his lines. I believe we begin this one with. We're, we're going to switch up the order now. We're going to start with Sophie and go back the opposite direction now. Well, having worked in the film industry for so many years, Mike. I can. I have to go, and I've seen many a uh, top actor and actress fluff their lines. Um, I am going to go with fluffed his lines or her lines, depending on which. When team they you're when they, when an actor fluffs their lines, are they referred to in the acting business as a fluffer? Well, un unlike <laughs> unlike Peter else? and Lee, they get a second bite at the cherry uh, yeah, if it's a movie, <laughs> but if it's theatre, unfortunately, you know, they get caught with their pants down as well. So. Uh, I'll just I'll stick with fluffed his lines. Speaking of which, by the way, I completely forgot that the person <laughs> I almost got in a fist fight over uh, was my son, uh, <laughs> and he and he had it right. Uh, so uh, so Jacob, your uh, your dream will come true because Lee's going to punch me the next time we see each other. And it's going to be it's going to be dedicated to you. Um, hopefully, I won't have Gabrielle teeth and the, and they all come spilling out. But um, all right, so. We have Fluffed His Lines. Peter, you are next. Yeah, Fluffed His Lines for me as well. Um, it, it's one of those slightly frightening lines for a commentator because you tend to use it when a centre forward misses an open goal and you say Fluffed His Lines and, and the, the nagging thought is there at the back of your mind that you may fluff saying it and there would be nothing worse <laughs> than fluffing Fluffed His Lines. Um, yes. So there you go. It comes with an element of risk. Um, and excitement. So fluffed his lines for me, two nil. Okay. Bosh. Lee, is it a, is it three or do you are you a merchant of? Yeah, uh... no. I mean, sit ha having to sit next to the wordsmith every weekend. I often feel as if I'm fluffing my lines <laughs> on a regular basis. So I, I would, yeah, I feel at home fluffing my lines. <laughs> at least you're not sitting next to a hot cup of soup anymore, I guess. But. Uh, <laughs> um, but we'll leave it there. All right. Yeah. We now have Diabolical against In the Ascendancy. Um, these are, I, you know, you can tell I used a randomizer because if you know anything about my love for these phrases, these are two of my favorite and they're going up in the in the round of 64. So uh, Diabolical and In the Ascendancy, Peter. Well, I would normally apply my previous logic to go with the positive one, which would be In the Ascendancy, but I'm going to go counter to that because i think diabolical if you stop and think about it is so ridiculously exaggerated it's quite funny <laughs> i mean you're talking about an error in a football match which you're you're aligning to the work of the devil 
and, uh, you know, that's a diabolical path. It, what a stupid thing. What a gloriously stupid thing to say. So we'll go. It's so it. over the top, isn't it? It really like, is madness. So for I mean, mi missing missing a pass and causing a slight impact on the game is is, is essentially, it, it's Being diabolical. Love for eternity. It. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, diabolical. That's one for Peter. Uh, Lee. Um, well, being educated on a constant basis working with Peter, I didn't even know that about diabolical. So, um, but thanks for teaching me about that word. Diablo so, is uh, is Spanish for the devil. For the yeah, devil. I do know that now. Um, I, I was googling it as he said it. <laughs> um, so diabolical all day long, and I've used it. So now I use I can use the word in confidence, knowing exactly what it means. As opposed to just pretending like I was at a junior school. Yeah, it's and it's like <laughs> it's like Dempsey says this show is diabolical. <laughs> but today we are in the ascendancy. Sophie, is it is, it is it a two one or a Mike? You say um, that it comes from the Spanish word. I say it comes from the Latin. Greek word. Greek, Greek. word diavolos diablo. Um, and I am sold on that by Mr. Drury and the legend. That well, as, as, a clean sweep. As, as, upset as, as upset as I am about in the ascendancy, not making it through, I, I, I can understand why someone had to win. Someone had to lose this matchup. Um, flatters to deceive against bounce back ability, which to me, it was a bit of an upset bounce back ability over shambles. I, maybe if I had put shambolic, people would have liked it more because that sounds even more just contrived in a wonderful way. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm losing track now of who we're starting with. I think we are going to we start with Lee on this one. Um, I hate the word bounce back ability uh, <laughs> with a passion. <laughs> and whoever, wherever that came from, and it wasn't that long ago, was it? <clears throat> and I hate it. So flatters deceive, which I have, I have vaguely remember saying once before. Um, so yeah. Flatter. Once before. Okay, flatters to deceive. Uh, yeah. Sophie? I'm going with bounce back ability reminds me of being in like a corporate meeting where some dude is standing with a slideshow or a PowerPoint, PowerPoint presentation oh. trying to sell everyone on something. Um, so, yeah, flatters to deceive for me. I love that. And we've heard that quite a bit over the years with some of the players, <laughs> the apathetic players we've had at the Arsenal. Many of these <laughs> Many of these are phrases that you, I mean, what I like about them is that you would just never hear them in American commentary or in any American sports. Flatters to deceive took me so long to understand. I mean, that that is, to me, that just, the fact that it, to me, it makes absolutely no sense, but to everyone else, it makes sense is why I like it so much. You don't so, hear Mike Tirico saying that on Sunday Night Football. No, yeah, I don't. I don't hear Troy Aikman uh, uh, talking about how the Cowboys flattered to deceive in that game. That's that's for sure. Peter, your uh, your opinion on this one? Um, I, I would go three nil flatters to deceive because it's actually. If I, I don't want to appear overly serious about what's supposed to be fun, but I, that is actually a very nice piece of English. Flatters to deceive and bounce back ability isn't English at all. Uh, I, I believe that um, Ian Dowie came up with bounce back ability didn't he as a pundit who was a, a center forward who didn't score very often for West Ham and others down the years a very very nice chap by the way uh, a very intelligent man um, but I would say if it was he who was responsible for bounce back ability that was one of his 
less good days. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that's three nil. We've got a we got a, a a raft of three nils now. All of a sudden, coming through. Um, so uh, there seems to be some general agreement. Our next matchup. I know that I know that Lee will have a commentary on this one. Uh, this one is almost almost especially for Lee. <laughs> Sixes and sevens against on his bike. Uh, we started with Lee last time, so we'll finish with Lee this time, uh, and we shall start with Sophie again. On his bike, I could totally hear Lee saying that. Um, <laughs> uh, sixes and sevens, I just like that. You know, kind of hot mess. Uh, I'm going to go with sixes and sevens. I like, I like sixes and sevens. Yeah, Peter, do you, do you have the historical uh, connotation of sixes and sevens? No, Is it, I, not it's at not all. Like, it's not, not hit at me for six, which is a ch cricket term, but where does that one come from? I, I dice. really don't. I, I would say dice probably has something to do with it, but that would be a complete guess. And I I'm actually go, think there's something to that. I, I, I'm going on his bike only because there's not much between them, and uh, I think it would be more fun if Lee has the casting vote. <laughs> yes, Con considering if, if you're lucky enough in life to get an email from Lee, uh, yeah, the, exactly. the signature is... On my bike, I believe. So uh, so I have a feeling I know which one you're going to choose, but the game must be played. Well, I, I sixes and sevens. And obviously, we, we we know what it means, as in confusion and blah, blah, blah. But I don't, it doesn't mean anything to me. On his bike has got, yeah, I, I say that a lot. I try not to say it because I want to say it all the time because it's in my mind, bikes are in my mind. So I try to avoid saying it, but I end up saying it probably about eight times a commentary. So, uh, which, so on his bike all day long. Yes. That's almost, it's almost a three one on this one, considering uh, I knew that the conviction from Lee would be so strong that it would almost be two votes, but uh, on his bike is through. Um, Cutting now, this one I actually spelled phonetically because that's part of why I like it so much. <laughs> Cutting a forlorn figure against turn on a sixpence. We want to talk about fancy phrases here. These these two are are at the top of the list. So uh turn on a sixpence disposed easily of pre-assist, which I expected to happen. Um we start with Peter. Uh cutting a forlorn figure. <laughs> figure. I, my, my view on this is that turn on a sixpence is part of the language of football, in a sense. And cutting a forlorn figure is just the sentence that falls into, you know, if, if you're cutting a forlorn figure, you're cutting it anywhere. And sixpence is very, very English. I mean, do you, do you ever talk about turning on a dime or anything like that in your part of the world? Turning on a dime is a phrase, you know, if you, a, a car that turns really, really quickly turns yeah. on a dime. But, uh, you know, dimes are stupid and sixpence are not. Uh, well, I'll sixpence is worth nothing anymore. It's not even yeah. part of our, you know. They're worth something to me, Peter. It's worth so something. Maybe, <laughs> so maybe, there's, maybe there's a bit of historical depth in it and and sort of transatlantic um, translatability. So I'll go turn on a sixpence. Translatability, which is very different than bounce back ability. Very. Uh, turn on a sixpence for Lee, for Peter. By the way, as an English word, but there you are. Yes. Um, as Mass Gunner uh, points out, Mike turns a dollar. Uh, no, I, I my turn my I turn on a on a on a big huge thing of dimes. Uh, 
Lee, uh, cutting a four-loan figure or turn on a sixpence? Turn on a sixpence. As as uh, Peter said, it's very English. Um, although I have translated it into um, every now and again, um, dropping a pass onto a sixpence or I've, I've flipped it into a dime at times in commentary to appease my to American appease your new audience. <laughs> <laughs> um, and as my producer says, Pierre, we're, you're an English commentator commentate english but i can't help myself now and again i feel as if i'm half american so well, see um, that's that's the beauty of nbc's coverage is they clearly and we know this from from sophie's incredible uh shows uh including one that we did together but one that we didn't with with rebecca Lowe. we know that they tell you to to to, to not try to cater to the american audience and i just want to say to both of you in this brief interlude that it's very much appreciated and that's why i think it's been so successful is that you don't you don't do what another network tried to do with their Champions League coverage and talk down to us and try to translate for us. We want the authentic, the the real the real uh, you know the real deal, not the uh, watered down translated version. So, uh, yeah. So we so we have two. Uh, did we get you, <coughs> Sophie? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. It's a clean sweep. Uh, I, we turn on a Highbury squad or Arsenal coin. Look at that beautiful. That's oh, nice. nice. Look at look at that product placement. Yeah, like it's, uh, beautiful look at that fantastic i'm i'm the lucky recipient of shiny. one of those uh or not very, it was not one of those special kind. all right and then didn't know much about it and pony uh <laughs> pony two yeah pony um as in this podcast is pony usually but today it's yeah. uh today i didn't know much about it and it turned out good um we start with lee are you going to tell me you don't know what pony means? No, I do, but I, I, I mean, is, when is that ever s- used? Yeah. Well, it when wouldn't be used by mean? professional. Yeah, it wouldn't be used by professional commentators. Like, I, I don't want to. I mean, unless no, you say Tottenham's no, really been pony. Go pony. I'm going to have to all day long pony because I actually use pony a lot in my private life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to clip say, that and tweet it out. I would never <laughs> say didn't know much about it. Very often, I don't, I, you know, those words would never come out of my mouth. But I do, yeah, I do say that's pony to my mates about something that's not very good. So if Normally, the ball just top of descriptions, if a cross just bounced off uh, Eddie Nketiah's nose and went into the goal, like without him even looking, you, you wouldn't say, I'm not sure he knew much about that. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, so. <laughs> What's the first one again? Sorry. Didn't know much about it. And mm. pony. Just pony, just because didn't know much about it, just is bland. So I'm going to go with pony. All right. And uh, and Peter, are we, uh, how do you feel I'll, about I'll, Yeah, no, I'll agree with that. Because as you rightly said, Mike, you couldn't possibly say that on air. But it's, <laughs> it, it, we'll put it down as a sort of guilty potential pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even in a nine nil, who who was that? Uh, did Liverpool beat uh, somebody nine? Yeah. Um, you, even in that kind of a game, I don't think you could have really gotten away with calling them pony, but you know that you wanted to, and that's the case. <laughs> oh, you got um, to put Stephen's comment up. The last one. That's great. Do you remember when oh, they were yeah, sponsored they, by Pony? <laughs> yeah, they're just wearing Pony on their on their shirt. It's fantastic. Um, next, they're going to be uh, sponsored by Diabolical uh, uh, Labs. <laughs> Squeaky bum time and, oh. and panic stations. 
Oh, that's we, two good ones together. We, we start this one with, and this, yeah, this is another uh, kind of big time matchup here. Sophie, you you start us off. I want to ask Peter and Lee, is squeaky bum time allowed now on television? Or is that well, another one, Peter, that might be tricky? I think you're allowed to say it, Sophie, but only because, wasn't it coined by the great Sir Alex Ferguson? Yes. Um, yes, it was. So it's, it's kind of part of the folklore of football. Um, so I, th- I don't think you'd be <laughs> saying it. I don't think would you, you ha- would you have to say it and, and, and introduce it by as... As Sir Alex Ferguson used to no, say, no, I don't think he would because I think it's entered, it's entered the language. Yeah, um, there you are. Yeah. Back to you, mm. Sophie. That, that, you know, don't, don't take any notice of me, but that, <laughs> I, think, I think I think that's true. I love both of these. This is like so, the scene in Sophie's Choice where she has to pick one of her kids. It's really it's literally a tough one. Sophie's Choice right now, though. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Da-dum. Um I have to go with Squeaky Bum Time. I love panic stations, big, but I'm going to go squeaky bum time because that's okay. how I feel like last five minutes of a game, mostly. Not so much this season, but have done for the last 15 years. All right. Uh, some of the people in the chat think we have a potential FA Cup champion in this in this matchup in, in squeaky bum time. Peter? Yeah. I, anyone who's a football fan knows what squeaky bum time feels like. Um, and I have indeed sat next to my wife through the last 10 minutes of countless Watford games, and that's what it feels like. It's horrendous. Uh, and unlike Arsenal, we normally lose them. You sometimes win. Um, but uh, I would, um, I would, because I want to hear what Lee says, I'm going to say Paddock Stations. Because that's, <laughs> that's well, that, nice. was a, that was a left field. Uh... Yeah. All right. So we've got squeaky bum time, Panic Stations. Lee? <laughs> You well, have the power yet again. Having having been in many squeaky bum situations playing and having heard many squeaky bum time sitting next to Peter commentating, I, I'm going to go for squeaky bum time because oh. it's it's the most descriptive. Um, it's the most, I, I guess, I, and I agree with you, Mike, I think we've got maybe a potential all-time winner in our midst with that. Because it well, is both player and supporter. It's obviously very close to their heart, having felt that feeling. And I can assure you that being a fan or a player, it's and I'm both, it's the same feeling. There's no difference. You know, Anfield 89, two minutes to go, <laughs> one pass left. That's squeaky bum time. So, And it, it doesn't feel any different than all the fans that were behind the goal. So squeaky bum time all day long. Well, and and I think we may we may look back on this matchup as being one of those you know big time team struggles in the in the third round of the FA Cup, but then eventually goes on a run and wins the whole thing. Yeah, um, chasing the game and lost the plot, and this will bring us to our halfway mark. And and um, just let me know if you guys don't have the stomach or the time to stay through the second half. We'll we'll try to move through it quicker. But chasing the game and lost the plot. Uh, we start with Peter. Um, I'll go lost the plot here. I think chasing the game is is perfectly valid and straightforward, but lost the plot has a bit more kind of depth to it, doesn't it? It, it, it hints at stuff rather than just kind of tells you what's the case. I like lost the plot. All right. Lee? Yeah, I've been lost the plot many times. I'm going <laughs> Okay. And this one's oh. easy. It's a try. It's a three. Three nil. 
Beautiful. All right. So we've got uh, half of our, our bracket. This was the uh, the FA Cup North. You got uh, the uh, the old uh, porn people in chat. You want to? You're so popular now, Mike. You're getting all the uh, you get oh, the little porn trolls. There way, you go. To, way, way to hide uh, highlight them to everybody, uh, Sophie. Listen, I'm your uh, your Thomas Partey. I'm your Jacker today. I got your back. Beautiful. Right That's perfect. <laughs> you um, say porn? Yeah, porn. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it happens porn. happens on a lot of when you're live chatting and stuff and what what porn channels come on and try and. Yeah, and go people into clicking. Entice you not to listen to Magic Mike. (laughs) (laughs) They want some kind of magic. (laughs) I hope you know, Lee, that I did not give myself that name. One of your old teammates did. Um, Oh. Super Kev. Yeah. Super Kev. I am trying to find... Here, let me... uh, because we've got we've got a separate bracket here. Yeah, that does Kev need. have the biggest thighs of any player you've ever played with, Lee? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, he had those thighs when he was fifteen. Yeah, you should see that boy. Have you seen that boy dance? I mean, that's a strange thing to bring up. So, <laughs> <laughs> have you seen him dance, Sophie? He's quite a dancer, isn't he? He's oh, a groover. He's got, he's got some moves, that boy. <laughs> he loves his music. It's so funny. Yeah. When we yeah. used to go, when we used to go out in the good old days, we used to, we used to stand at the bar and just go, "Go on, Kev," to <laughs> the dance floor, and he used to, used to dance on his own, and just everyone was standing watching him. It just took the pressure off us; we didn't have to dance. Then. Oh gosh, I love it. There's a bit to clip for him, uh, Mike. Yeah. All right, it. I have got the ability now to update these, so uh, so we're gonna we're wow. gonna cruise through this now. And the first half of the South bracket. Uh, of the FA Cup round of 64, smash and grab and covered in glory. Now, disregard the numbers next to them. These are not seeds. These are just the randomizer numbers I had to use. So uh, this is not a... I uh, can't believe uh, covered in glory beat the hump. No. <laughs> I'm surprised. Especially when I pointed out that it's normally said the the ump. Uh, I, the I, I thought the ump. I mean, it's not really a football term, but, uh, you know... That was, I think I'm the one vote for the ump in that one uh, as well. Normally, if you see a 3-1, I was the one vote. Um, <laughs> but smash and grab, covered in glory. We'll start with Peter. Smash and grab. It's, it, 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 you know, in squeaky bum time, you get smash and grab, don't you? That's, <laughs> that's, that's kind of something that is automatically and obviously exciting. And uh, that's what we're all after. It's a moment. It's a moment, smash and grab, and we're all about moments. Okay, so we've got one for smash and grab. Uh, Lee, or no, we're, we'll, we'll, we'll go down now. Uh, Sophie. I love smash and grab, but this season I want the Arsenal to be covered <laughs> in glory. So I'm trying to tempt some good fate here. So I am going to go with covered in glory. Can we do the double? Someone asked me that. Paul Ross asked me that on TalkSport last night, and I was like, I haven't even thought about the double. Just been focused on the Premier League. Double. We've, nice. we've got we've got four trophies already this season. We got Baltimore. We got Florida. We got Dubai. I mean, <laughs> double's already been done as far as I'm, we got Emirates Cup. We got we got the quadruple. Um, I'm going covered with glory. See how ambitious I am, Lee. Uh, uh, smash and grab, covered in glory. It comes down to you yet again. Played in the um, George Graham 
early 90s smash and grab 1-0 to the Arsenal. It's all day long, smash and grab. All right. So smash and grab are through. Uh, and and I think you've got some uh, some some uh, support from that in oh, the they chat. Oh, they loved it. King Joey's here, Daniel Robert, who was one of the three people that voted for Covered and Glory over the hump. Um, we have uh, Masked Eye Mouth for you, Daniel. Daniel. So, uh, so absolutely, that's uh, it's a popular pick. They're all Next. talking about winning the treble now, too, Mike. I, that's <laughs> that's something I didn't really want to start. <laughs> Full of running against Skint. Um, we start this one with Sophie. Skint. Running. Skint, yeah. like Arsenal. It? Well, Arsenal may or may not sign a player because apparently, yeah, skint. no, that's not football commentary, though, is it? Really, no, not really. Phrase, some of these yeah, are, but... you know, look, some of these are a bit of a stretch, yeah, full of running for me, full of running, and full of running three. Skint no contest, any sense to me whatsoever. It should never have been in the competition, no. whoever put that in should be reprimanded. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk to the uh, to the tournament to the uh, to the tournament PA, the phrase association. We'll talk to the PA about this because not only are they in the competition, they got to buy uh, to the to the round of sixty four. So we'll have to. They talk need to, football detention. That's what they need. For that. Talk to those people. Um, maybe they should have been in the in the ninetieth at all, and Tenterhook shouldn't have had to have a first round matchup. But we have Rich Vein of Form. Hooks. This is a, a, a superstar matchup for the round of 64. Mm. And uh, and we're going to start this one with I'm completely out of out of sync as to where we are. Let's start it with Lee. Um hate tender hooks. Because for years I thought it was tender hooks. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think I had to look at the point myself. <laughs> which was which was and I was only I was thinking I was in my 50s before I realized it was center and um and i spent 20 odd years at playing professional football trying to find a rich vein of form so <laughs> i'm still trying to find it and i found it tonight so rich vein of form. all right rich vein of form peter you're next i'm gonna go against that i'll go tenter hooks only because as i've said before we live on jeopardy and tenter hooks indicates jeopardy it means it's exciting if someone's on tenter hooks or indeed tender hooks, and um, so I'll uh, I'll bash in the equalizer there. Nice, and, and it's uh, and, and, it's and up now for grabs we're, now. We're we're it's up for grabs now. We're in squeaky bum time, Sophie. <laughs> Who's going through to the round of thirty-two? It's got to be because I would wear that on a t-shirt at the beach in the summer in Cyprus. Rich vein of form for me. Yeah, done and dusted. Nice. <laughs> it's complete. Tenter hooks are out, and uh, and rich vein of vein of form is through. Uh, some are are going to be upset by that. Demsec going for uh, for tenter hooks. We had uh, we had Daniel Robert going with tenter hooks, but no, it was not. You got to a be. few. You got a few in there for tenter hooks. They uh, they 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 spent all of their energy in the in the preliminaries, and they didn't have anything left when it came to to the to the big moment. Um. <laughs> Not sure that this is that either one of these are necessarily football related, uh, but uh, but we have to pick one. Pants and gutted. <laughs> we start, we start with yeah, this is like looking at the FA Cup third round this weekend. This is Grimsby against Burton. And <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I am going. Um, 
to go with you wouldn't say pants well you might if you're having a giggle towards the end of an awful game but broadly speaking i think gutted wins it for me okay gutted is through or no well gutted has a vote uh sophie it's got to be pants I just love I love saying that's pants. Oh gosh, this is pants. It's pants all the well, way. Well, in your arena, uh, I'll say and, and this just, is trousers. Can you? So there you go, just, pants. <laughs> disregard the, uh, the 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 check mark. It puts it no, there no matter who I put first. But uh, yeah, in your arena of the post game player ratings, pants I believe is a little bit more suitable than uh, than during the ninety minutes of play on NBC. So um, <laughs> so no surprises here so far. But Lee, it comes down to you yet again. Well, I think the fact that I would pick the opposite of uh, Peter because he was—he's far more eloquent and say gutted. I all day long think pants is very much down my street. So <laughs> I like to describe something as pants. Oh, I'm I'm shocked. I mean, we have we have gutted, 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 gutted. gutted. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not their it's not their uh, vote, is it? So for the first time, for the first time, Young Noble commentary is actually not copying you. Um, he's not mimicking you, I should say. Uh, well, he's mimicking um, Peter. Yeah, I must say, every time I've been outvoted, I've and I'm not just saying this out of humility because I want to be competitive about this, but I've tended very easily to be swayed towards believing you guys were right. And pants, is, <laughs> pants is a lot of pants it was suggested that we have a debate followed by a vote but I, I, I like it this way better because you, you know there's nothing better about the early rounds of the FA Cup than having a little bit of regret a tinge of regret uh, <laughs> support the right club or not um, and unlike uh, normal there is not a second time of asking um, how did that? Oh yeah, second time of asking against schoolboy error. So we're gonna start this one, I believe, with Sophie. Uh, schoolboy, schoolboy error. They don't say schoolgirl error in women's football, do they? No. Hear that as often. I love schoolboy error. It just it it simple defines everything, and I love it. I'm going schoolboy error. We have people just finding out to their chagrin that uh, that it's not tender hook. <laughs> <laughs> Look for you, Stephen, especially because uh, apparently you're dealing with a horrible illness, uh, according to Sophie. Um, oh, stop that! <laughs> you can be tender hooks for you because we know that you don't have long left, and uh, and we don't want you to be upset. Um, <laughs> Damn. I picked the wrong stick. I was given this whole nice, you know, um, kind of thing on our show. Mike was a guest and there's a, a an Arsenal fan who's not well. And I, you know, and I was talking about the wrong Stephen and it's stuck. He's even got a very similar me, last yeah. name. And, and I'm, and I know Stephen Feely personally, and I'm going to be seeing him fairly soon. And I was like, Oh my God, no, I didn't even know about this. And he's like, no, it's not me. <laughs> Have you um, invited Lee to Gunagraw? Liam Peter. I, I invited him, him back. I invited him before we'd ever talked to each other to Gunagra. I just sent out invites to the entire 89 team <laughs> um, at that point. But no, Gunagra, if, if there weren't, if there weren't games that weekend, uh, I'd have to, but Peter Lee is the busiest man on, uh, on TV with football and there are games that weekend, but anyway, you're we'll a legend. You're a I, don't legend. Know, I don't know what you're talking about. So. <laughs> Most of the time I don't either. 
Uh, all right. So <laughs> schoolboy school error, I believe, has uh, has one vote. We go to uh, Lee next. Schoolboy error, something I would say and means a lot to me, having been a schoolboy and done lots of errors. Uh, <laughs> second time of asking, don't think I would ever <laughs> use that. Never don't have ever said it. Peter might have said it, but I no, I listen. My vote's very much schoolboy error. Also, having been a schoolboy, and I suspect on a football field, having made considerably worse errors than Lee did, <laughs> uh, because I was flipping hopeless. You haven't seen my goal against uh, Coventry. Oh, <laughs> the point is, Lee, you were selected to play against Coventry. Yep. Strange, strangely <laughs> enough, I never was. <laughs> That was uh, no. That was not a schoolboy error. That was a Galazzo just in the wrong. Uh, it was a it was a Puskas winning goal in the wrong in the wrong net. <laughs> um, Red Mist descending, which is about to happen between Lee and I, I think, and taking the piss. Um, we start this one. I'm not. I'm, I just can't keep uh, track of who we're starting with. Lee, we start with you. Taking the piss all day long. <laughs> I'll make it quick. Me too. It's not, even, it's not even worth discussing. I mean, red. Yeah. Who says red mist descending ever? Peter, have you ever said red mist descending? Uh, probably. I'm afraid to say it. I'm slightly embarrassed to say that, and I would probably yeah. vote for it on the basis that on the telly I wouldn't be allowed to say taking the piss. <laughs> so that's there. There you are. Uh, that's that's it. But I, I uh, again entirely sympathise with um, my colleagues. Who takes the piss the most out of the NBC crew? Who's the biggest piss taker? Probably Lee. What? <laughs> oh, you are. I think, I think I'm quite serious. <laughs> no, I, no. Maybe one of the Robbies? It's, uh... it's, no, it's a very good thing you do. It's a good thing you do. We, I like we try it. to keep it light-hearted, Mike. Well, we don't want you to have a howler um, because you are ripping up trees, Peter. Uh, which of these two are making it to the to the round of uh, thirty-two for you? Tight one, this. I will go. Um, I'll go ripping up trees because it's 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 just a little bit, I suppose, cleverer. Yeah. Is it ripping or pulling? Well, it's pulling, really, isn't it? I, yeah. See, I've had this argument with people as yeah. well, and and uh, you argue a lot, Mike. I do. I, I, all I do is I, I argue with my son. I argue with uh, with with other mates. Um, yeah. So, um, ripping up trees or howler or pulling up trees, if you prefer. Um, who just guessed? Lee. Who? I mean, who guessed? Um, Peter, you're next. No, that was me. That was okay, Peter. So then, so I'll, I'll go next, so then Lee can have the deciding vote because I do love a howler as long as it's not the Arsenal, of course. But I'm going to go with howler. Okay. And this will be corrected to pulling up trees by the next show. My I because I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fail at the first hurdle again. Um, I, I'm I'm torn between the two, but I'm gonna go because of um I've got a great picture of me on my it's either on my Instagram or I can't know, it might be Twitter, I don't know, of me booting David Howells up in the air in his Tottenham kit. <laughs> So I'm going to go for Howler because I quite enjoyed that moment. <laughs> yes. Beautiful. All right. Howler 18. is through. Now we're whipping through these matchups. Capitulate against Pockets of Space. This is another matchup Ooh. that I didn't like to see this early on. Um, 
two things you just absolutely never hear over here unless you're watching Lee and Peter on NBC. Um, we start this one with, we'll start it with Sophie. Capitulate um, pockets of space. I love the word capitulate, but when a commentator says pockets of space, I love it because it says so much about offensively yeah. what's happening, but also then defensively what's not. So I'm going, I'm going with pockets of space. Did Fabio Vieira uh, find uh, Eddie Nketiah in pockets in a pocket of space yesterday, or or is that not the right use of that? I'd no, suggest that Fabio Vieira was the one in the pocket of space. Correct, Mike. Completely wrong. <laughs> I did it in reverse. <laughs> See, that's, that's, that, that's why I call it soccer. Um, <laughs> all right, so so uh, Soph goes with pockets of space, I believe. <laughs> Lee, I agree. Pockets of space is. Very descriptive on the. You've described it very well, Sophie. The so the um, offensive and defensive part of the game. So pockets of space for me capitulate. No, not. I'm not saying that. <laughs> you, saying. Just, you just did. <laughs> All right, uh, Peter. I well, it's pointless, isn't it? But I I actually would have said capitulate because I like the word. But there's no need for me to expand because I've lost. <laughs> um, but the thing is though even though you know you, you need to give if you feel that strongly capitulate has legions of fans that are following it through this well, conference and they will feel much better about it i like the word, listen i i okay I'm, I'm being a bit disingenuous because i'm i know quite often i use the words pockets of space but it's kind of um sometimes to me sounds like sort of faux modern description of the game it's I don't think when Lee started playing in the 20th century, people talked in the same way about pockets of space. It's one of those kind of um, phrases that's come into the dictionary quite late. But maybe I'm listen, I'm wittering. Move on. <laughs> I think back in those days, they were talking about two footed tackles a lot more than they are now. Um, <laughs> plenty of industry and on a knife's edge. Lee, you begin. We begin with you on this one. Well, it's just a stupid matchup, whoever put this together. <laughs> um, on a knife edge. On a knife edge, continuing its run from, from defeating Wage Packet earlier in the uh, in the competition. So on a knife's edge. Uh, Peter, you? Yep, 2-0 on a knife edge. Jeopardy. Jeopardy always wins it for me. Keep okay. the game alive. And Same. Sophie? Same. No, no consolation for plenty of industry. We no, plenty of industry. It just sounds like too much hard work. I mean, it's yeah, yeah. Well, that's what industry is—is is hard work. I know, but you know. Okay. Um, next matchup. Peter begins with a cracker or make a meal out of. Who's going Ooh. forward to the next round? This has got Christmas dinner written all over, hasn't it? <laughs> um, make a meal out of a cracker. Uh, I would say um, make a meal out of. It, you know, it's just more fun, isn't it? <laughs> Cracker's too easy. Cracker's too bland. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Sophie? I'm the same. Make a meal out of it. Yeah. Cracker right. is too simple. Well, Mr. Bland's going for a cracker. <laughs> <laughs> you scored some crackers. You scored some crackers. Yeah, so, I was uh... thinking more of the winger's shin. That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> oh, I'm, think, I'm thinking of a, a oh that was a cracker um but i'm never going to use that voice again um at the death down the garden path 
we start with god i can't keep track of this yeah i'll start down the garden path so that could lead anywhere but also you know it's it's also kind of predictable does it lead to the round of 32 that's the question i'm voting for down the garden path okay lee no i'm I'm gonna go after go for at the death i think it's although it's uh it's not positive like peter likes it is very descriptive it's you can't you can't get more descriptive um end to the game as at the death so um that's i'm going for at the death does it does it make does it make you happy lee that so many people are are on tenterhooks about every story that you tell that so many of us remember the Genoa story that you love talking about uh when it comes to the 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 cracker on the shins Um, (laughs) I, I I didn't I don't remember kicking him very often. <laughs> very often. Very often. Peter, at the death or down the garden path, you have you have the power to send someone through here. Well, whichever of Lee and uh, Ginola was on top in any given match situation would have been, presumably, sending the other down the garden path. And <laughs> since that came up at a kind of personal moment, that therefore is what gets uh, my vote. That's that's all it takes. Uh, down the garden path continues down the garden path. Uh, well, no, the op- I guess it's the opposite. The garden path would not be a success, a successful uh, progression. It's the opposite of that. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm asking because because I, I, I'm uh, gaffer and purple patch. Gaffer easily took ticks all the boxes out of the tournament earlier in the last round. We are very, very nearly done here. I think we've got just uh, five matchups left. We start this one with Lee. I grew up with that word gaffer um, firmly placed in my uh, vocabulary to to call every boss that I played under. So I, it's a, I think this is a potential finalist, gaffer. Really? Yeah. Okay. Gaffer, one for Lee. All the term is, yeah. Mm. Peter. Do you know what? Lee has actually talked me around there. I understand that. And, and it, <laughs> it, I, I might have gone the other way, but he actually is undeniably right. I mean, that is the absolutely quintessential football word. Almost every professional footballer who has ever lived mm-hmm. has called the boss Gaffer. And, and still does to this day. Well, there you are. Exactly. Long beyond them being your boss. So I think it has to be Gaffer for that reason. And do you know what, Pete? You know, you know the, the, the strange thing about that word is that I even call, you know, I call all bosses, even though they weren't my boss, Gaffer. So yeah. if I bumped into Glenn Hoddle or I would say I Gaffer or I bumped into, a, you know, whoever, I would always call them Gaffer. Yeah. Uh, now, Gaffer has a different connotation to you, Sophie. Right? Being in the uh, in showbiz, uh, it, it's a it's a it's a different word altogether in the uh, in the in the final credits, right? Yeah, but I still um, I still love it. It, it, and for the reasons that the boys said, you got to go with Gaffer. Purple Patch reminds me of those toys, those horrible toys. I took my nieces would like them at some. Was it the Cabbage Patch? <laughs> oh, yeah. Those, you know, yeah, Gaffer. That's- all day long. I've always been a fan of purple patch. I think Arsenal's in a purple patch right now, but hopefully a, an, an extended one. This is this is what I love about the competition. You had a very strong reaction here from Dempsey originally. Then he heard the uh, the explanations, and then we had that. <laughs> <laughs> you've turned you've turned them around. 
Mm. You've completely turned them What does purple patch mean? I know what it means, but where's it come from? Do we know? So no idea. No idea. Hopefully none of my like other suggestions come up on this. Oh dear. Purple patch. Yeah, none of your other search history. Why don't I Google it for you while you're doing the next round? Sorry, I'm on a computer that won't let me go to any old website. So all right. Um period of success and good fortune. Yeah. Yeah, but where does like how did it become that? Um I'm looking for that part. Park the bus beaten for pace. Start with Peter. Um I think park the bus because it's kind of clever and it's quite new. Um, and we all know what it means, and it's very, very football. You can be beaten for pace at any sport. Yeah. Must very must, very, must good very good description. Very good description. Park the bus as well. Oh yeah, park right. the bus. Although with uh, I park the spaceship now, I kind of like that. I'm trying to make go viral, but it's not it's not yeah. working. But park the bus, yeah, I love that. Okay, park the bus. And purple too. patch comes from a literary equivalent of adding a patch or purple material to an otherwise undecorated garment. It's Ooh. also been used in literary literary passages for dramatic effect. Well, Stephen mm-hmm. Feely says it sounds like something you need ointment for, but uh, and. and, and... <laughs> And Mark thinks it came from the uh, Russian uh, period of uh, Mikhail Gorbachev. So um, we have a lot of different possible possible things. Uh, Park the bus did go through, but like like Stephen, it reminds us of Mourinho um, because he did nothing but park the bus most of the time. This is why I'm trying to get it changed to spaceship, Mike. (laughs) Yeah, well, three final matchups, 29 or through. Cool as you like against bags of pace. We begin this one with Sophie. I love bags of pace. Mudrick has bags of pace. I hope we sign him. Um, (laughs) I'm going to go with bags of pace. All right. Uh, We now go to Lee. Yeah. had bags of pace and was cool as you like. Well, you know, (laughs) um, I'm neither now. Um, Bags of pace for me. It's uh, if you've got bags of pace, you could be bang average. Bang average isn't in here, is it? See, <laughs> oh, see, uh, Mr. Trick there. I'm I'm marking that down for next year's competition <laughs> or for the Europa <laughs> Conference League. Uh, by the way, if one of these if one of these teams fields an ineligible player in this round, there still could be place for bang average. That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. We, there there could be a complete uh, a complete yeah. shocker. Um, cool as you like or bags of pace, Lee. What was your choice? Bags of pace. All right, and uh, and Peter, do you are you going to send them home empty handed or cool as you like? Cool as you like. See that I can hear coming out of your mouth. That's that's one of the the phrases that I can hear coming from you. Someday. Um, it's so, it's right. uh, only, I'd love to be cool and. Uh, oh, you are I've, cool. No, I'm not. That ship, that ship sailed, my friend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, just one day. Just one day. Mind Whether you're cool you're, or not. Your voice I, is the coolest voice ever. So you're cool, you're cool in a different not, cool way. We like. So, yeah, uh, we all right. Final two matches. Fast, but there you are. Against the run of play, against Sublime, 
I have a feeling I know what the reasoning is going to be here, but we start with uh, we start with Peter on this one. Um, I will go for. I, I, they're two very different things. I mean, one is just an adjective, and the other is a is a football phrase. Um, so, how do we judge one against the other? Um, <laughs> I, I suppose I suppose sublime because <laughs> it can work. It can work in football or not in football. Sublime. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, to me, sublime is just a, a, it's describing something good, but you almost never describe it as sublime unless it's football. Yeah, uh, true. So, uh, uh, I'll, I'll go next, Mike, so I can yeah. just pass this deliciously um, and cut through the defense for Mr. Dixon here against the run of play. That's a classic. Sublime sublime's too clever a word for me to use so i would always use the um the more basic against the run of play very descriptive i don't have to add anything to it i just kind of say that and step back and let mr poet next to me finish the sentence off for me so all um, right against the run of play many are uh, are are stating that uh against the run of play it just describes Newcastle, but uh, I, I won't ask for a comment on that. <laughs> the final matchup of the round. Guys, I mean, I could go on for another three hours. I know you guys could as well, but we're not going to do that. <laughs> the final matchup. Uh, six of one, half a dozen of the other, or half dozen of the other, and having a mare. Oh, these are top matchup for this, this time in the tournament. And we will go just from top to bottom on your screen, starting with Lee Dixon. Six of one, half a dozen of the other. Well, I had more of these than I did Man of the Matches, so having a mayor for me. <laughs> okay. Having a mayor has a vote. Peter? Um, do you know what? It's the last one, so I think we want a casting vote, don't we? It's more exciting that way. So I will, uh, for that reason, if for no other, go for six of one, half a dozen of the other. Um well, it's also one of those. It's also well, it one of has those. Its place, doesn't it? It has its place. It's one of those that's like nine words long when you could say it in two, and that's yeah, what I true. like about. It. Yeah. All right. Well, Sophie, this is uh, this is definitely exciting. We're all we're all. I, I have to say, on tenterhooks, uh, we've got. Uh, oh, I know why they were saying about about Newcastle. They're playing right now, and yeah. apparently going against. They're one nil up. Um. So uh, having a mayor, having a mayor uh, seems to be leading in the chat, but you are not the chat. You are the Sophie, and you get to choose the winner. Under the spotlight here. I love six and one just because it's – I love it. It's classic. But in lieu of – not in lieu, in, in looking forward to um, Sunday, I hope Tottenham have an absolute mayor, uh, which might be difficult away from home, let's be honest, lately. But I, I'm going to go – with having a mayor, and I'm projecting that out there into the universe that that happens to Yay. Tottenham on Sunday. <laughs> now, brilliant. That is the round of of, of 64. We'll have another show uh, in the next couple of weeks where we recap, we do the draw, and then um, you know whether I have the balls to invite both of you back for the for the final rounds, or whether we go to, <laughs> whether we go to Ian Dark and Derek Ray uh, for the for the final 32. Um, There'll be uh, there'll be a third version of this show and and uh, and I can't. Darky would be great at this. Darkie I'm sorry. Darky would be superb at this. Oh, I I would. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I my dream was to to have all four of you in some combination do the two the two shows and uh, and we'll see if I can pull it off. But 
hopefully uh, just don't mention how laborious it was uh, to do. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, I can't thank you guys enough. Now, one quick question, because you are both going to be in our earwaves uh, on Sunday here in the States calling a game that, uh, that I won't be able to hear what you're going to say. So can you tell me how you feel the game is going to go? Because I'm going to be just listening to people shouting and screaming and getting hit by bottles. Apparently, I'm learning. Well, if you if you get a seat near us, you'd be able to hear us firsthand without your <laughs> headphones on. I'm going to guess that the gantry is uh, is nowhere near the uh, the uh, away fan section. But uh... maybe we'll just come and come down to you and do it with the. <laughs> I, I would I would appreciate that. You could probably make me look pretty good in front of my mates. So. Uh... <laughs> Oh look, who look who's come to visit me? But uh, any any predictions on the game? What is your what is your research done so far? Other My than... research. Listen, Mike. The truth is that Arsenal... go out the window. Well, no, I don't think so. I think Arsenal should win. I do say that, and I am unique in this panel of not being uh, partisan in either direction. Um, however, as I think you all know, I think Sophie just implied it. Um, away wins in this fixture are so scarce. It's year after year they win it. They both win at home, and so it's um, Arsenal have to kind of go against trend in order to do that. But I think they're playing so well at the moment, and they are they're beautiful to watch. Uh, I'm not just flattering you lot as gooners, but they're a beautiful, beautiful team. And I, I you know, logically they they should beat Tottenham, I think. But you know, there you go. Logic ain't got much to do with it. Um, your thoughts i think uh do you throw peter up against the wall before the north london derby like other players used to do for you to you <laughs> no we have so i've not tried that one yet well, we just, haven't done a I mean, north you... london derby together at uh tottenham yet because i have to go in a bit of a disguise because you're yeah. right amongst the enemy yes. there's nowhere to go to the toilet i have to wear is, a hat is graham on the panel that day too no no no, because normally I'd just get him in front of me and throw him because they don't like me. <laughs> but I haven't got my shield. Um, so, but I think our I think our wide players, our two wide players, are way too good for their shitty fullbacks. So I think <laughs> I think we'll win quite easily, two 0 Well, let's let's hope from, from your mouth to God's ears. Uh, the one question I do have to ask you on the air—I already asked you this off the air, Daniel. I asked him already, but uh, but why do you hate drying towels uh, for footballs? I would love to know. The people want That's to understand, and 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 I'll ask you again, and you have to pick a winner in the style of the FA Cup. Which is worse, drying off towels or lying behind the uh, the, the the wall in a free kick situation? <laughs> Oh, that, that's just ridiculous. That line on the floor thing is just... <laughs> I mean, if, any, if any coach asked me to do that, I'd literally go, I'm not doing it. I mean, I don't know who gets that, who gets that job. Is it like the, the idiot of the team or something? Right. <laughs> I was about to name the people that usually did it for us, but you now I don't what? want... You know, Mike called no, me. I, I need to know, and I hadn't looked at this because I've got other things to do, but I need to know, I, out of all the teams that do it, who, I want to stand all those players up so I can have a look at them because I, on top of my head, I don't know who does it for even us. Who does it for us? It was it was Bellerin and uh, Maitland Niles. Bellerin did it a lot. Yeah, you go. Yeah. This this season we have yeah, yeah you love Bellerin. This season we haven't seen any free kicks against us because we've well, always well, had the ball. So that, that's a good thing. I'm going to get the NBC researchers to find out who the idiot boy is that they lie down <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> 
I want to know who that is. Every team. Because it's just ridiculous. We'll, just so put, that's we'll have a team photo taken of all the people that lie down. So Lee, uh, so so Lee, you would vote for that being worse than the towel using the towel. Yeah, yeah. Getting that job is the worst job in football. <laughs> the towel is uh, the towel the needs towel to get the hair dry treatment. That's just cheating. It shouldn't be allowed. Well, and so I will see you in two weeks uh, for the Manchester United game. Uh, Payback we will, time. We'll be there. Hopefully, the two of you will be uh, will have be assigned that one because again. I think I uh, yeah I think I even have a, a visual aid here that shows uh, in the research of all of the games that you've called. I think the last time we won a league game, Peter, am I right? Was it we we lost we lost one a league a, a league cup game there? I think and 2015 might be the last time we won a league game there. 2017 or 2015? Well, at Old Trafford. At actually at Spurs. At uh, at Spurs. Oh, Spurs, yeah. Yes, but I wasn't there at any of the game. So. Oh, it's, it's All right. Well, we have. Rizitsky was the last player to score a winner for Arsenal at yeah. Spurs. And that was in the first. In the Premier League. He scored that early doors, didn't he? Two minutes in, early doors. <laughs> yep. in, in, in fact, I even know that that was March sixteenth, two thousand sixteen, because I, I that was a that was a day that will live in infamy for what happened afterwards, and I'm not getting into that, but. Some Arsenal fans got upset with me. I said I'd take oh, a no, point sorry, now. I would take a point right now. Mm. Yeah. Um, Who do you think wins Watford Blackpool? Oh, Blackpool. you don't care. You don't match, care. match abandoned, lack of talent. <laughs> they just battered <laughs> Forest 4 1, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that is that championship or is that FA Vars? Oh, right. Anyway, see ya. <laughs> Thank you, Peter, for joining us. Team has no Jones it. It's anymore. always a pleasure to speak with you, Lee. Uh, uh, some reason you keep coming back when I ask you, so I'm not going to judge you. Have you got some pictures of me with no clothes on or something? How come I keep getting this job? Yeah, yeah, we're giving them away for Gooners versus Cancer. They're signed. Um, and uh, and Sophie, I love you, and uh, I will see you uh, very very soon. And love um, you guys. And if you've enjoyed this, please, please put a like, uh, put thumbs up in there. Subscribe. It's Goonersubscribe.com. Check out GoonersVCancer.com. Uh, always something going on there uh, where you can help to uh, f help fund the campaign to kick uh, cancer and get rid of it. Uh, this has been a dream come true, guys. I appreciate it. And um, and we'll all be watching on Sunday to uh, to see how the game goes. But if we win 3-0, you got to mention the pod. Can I? Can I? Yeah. Um, all right. So thank you. And and again, also a big shout out to this guy right here, young noble commentary from Nigeria, who every day, every week, every day puts out young noble commentary. Oh, man. The, the biggest tribute possible to these gentlemen, and we'll use and I'll play them out with this. Not the entire thing because they don't have two minutes to sit around and watch it. But uh, hang up before it's even done. Thank you. <laughs> To Lee and, and <laughs> Good to meet you, Sophie. Thanks, Mike. Great to meet you, Peter. Sanchenko yeah, and Martinelli. And it came for Sacco, who scores in a trice.